What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 23 of the Let's Talk Nerdy podcast. On this episode, we are taking a look at Paranormal Tales, Don't Scream, Twisted Towers, and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I drive a Volkswagen Bug 17 deep, packed full of Juggalos, lights out, and we creep. I don't know. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk Nerdy podcast. I love it when you talk nerdy to me. Okay, that is a very obscure line, and I did not expect you to get it yeah. uh, from the band The Insane Clown Posse. I figured I would keep it uh, kind of spooky and clowny since we're talking about clowns, but they're actually a horrific band, and it, it's it's glad it's it's a good thing that you don't know <laughs> I don't, them. Okay, okay, <laughs> man, how you been? It's been a while because we had to take um, last week off because somebody was sick. Not gonna point fingers. We did. I mean, Adam's bringing it up, so it's it's obviously not him. Yeah. But yeah, man, been a long time, man. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Glad to be back. What is going on? How was your two weeks? Did you do anything exciting? Anything exciting? Well, I had my best friend's wedding. That was a blast. That was a great time. Um, and then from there, I've been playing the new wildcard football game. I have a review. We're going to have a review up by the time of this episode is live. So make sure to check that out. And quick notes, how is wildcard football? Is it NFL Street? <laughs> no. Is it something that can be improved upon? Yes. And I, I'm enjoying playing it. So I will say that there are things that needs to be improved for the game. But overall, it is a fun alternative to Madden. And at the Dang. price of $40 and not a full retail price, I would say definitely a plus. And who is your team quarterback? Of course, it's got to be Justin Herbert. I I knew it. I yeah. knew that was gonna yeah. happen. I knew that was gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, I as soon as I had enough points to unlock Justin Herbert, he was the first one I spent all my coins on. <laughs> but it is and it's pretty fun. There's definitely some mechanics of the game that need to be improved. Um one thing I wish and I put this in the review as well, I wish they can lateral. You can't lateral. You can't lateral no, at all. No, and I'm like, that'd be so like it'd make it more chaotic if you could like lateral the ball to a a player on your team but nope so that's that's yeah that's weird in an arcade style football yeah, game that yeah. they don't have like crazy kind of like laterals and, right. and stuff like that right. like flea flickers and the yeah, juking however weird. is pretty crazy like you can jump over like players you can like teleport sideways and it's that makes it fun but it'd be really fun to have a lateral in there too but other than that i'm still playing i'm playing that i'm playing motor or not motor fest uh the crew still and just a bunch of other games in a game that i have that i'm in the test phase so that's kind of cool i don't know if i'm even supposed to say the name but say it i'm playing quidditch so that's we'll leave it at that <laughs> it's pretty fun but that's all i'm gonna say i can't say much more than that with uh, adam is under a very strict nda but we will strict let you know nda i don't even know what we that will, means but we will let you know that quidditch uh harry potter's quidditch is in the testing phase mm -hmm. and it looks to be an actual game that will be re-releasing yeah so we're pretty excited yep. about that one Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. I have a little bit of news as well. Oh, okay, let's hear uh, it. I am currently playing uh, Lords of the Fall, and we will be doing a Let's Play if you guys want to check that out. So that will be coming out very, very soon. We're going to get the first couple episodes out. And big shout out to the Let's Talk Nerdy podcast for 
but are, are, are you ready for our short of Liza P because our Liza P short I don't, I don't know Adam if you have checked is up to like a crazy amount yeah. of views and that's because we did a, a little short about finding a, sec- a, a quote unquote secret door yeah. in the demo yeah. which I have gotten to the end of Liza P and that actually is a secret door so we called that from the demo months ago uh it is a very secret door i won't i won't spoil it but when you head back to Endgame, uh make sure to check the train uh if you're playing the game where you started out and see what's behind that door because there's some good stuff this is for you dave that's that's for us that's, that's for, for us you played it i didn't play it so <laughs> great job dave that's awesome um yeah there's been a lot of positive things about liza p so it's pretty cool. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the game. Mm-hmm. I think it was a great game for um for a Souls like. I think it was really really good. It was very very challenging. Um, much more challenging than I thought it would be because like I was kind of running through the very first part and I was like I am just out here clapping cheeks and then it got to like <laughs> it got to one part in the game and i was just like oh they're not holding your hand anymore no nope. like, the difficulty went from like zero to a hundred in like one chapter and i'm like okay this okay this is the real lies of yeah um but i will say be on the lookout for a dlc because there's a post-credit scene um which i'm very excited about and the post-credit scene uh was a guy on a train talking about um, we found somebody else that can like help us along our mission. Um, and basically what happens is you see these two feet walking on this ledge. Um, the feet turn and there it's it's ruby red slippers and they <gasps> tap three times. So I think we are gonna be getting a Wizard of Oz Dorothy DLC. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm... They're combining the two uh that's pretty cool. Yeah, like a lies of D. It's gonna be like a lies of D. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. But if if they take all of these, um, you know, like fairy tales and turn them into like this souls like type of game, like I'm here for it. Yeah. I love the Pinocchio experience. Yeah. Like, give me a badass Dorothy. It's gonna Ooh. be sweet. Ooh, another one that would be kind of cool. Maybe like Peter Pan. Another yeah, like they could... P squared. Ooh. Like lies of P squared. That would be sick. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. final boss Captain Hook yeah. in like a Souls like? Yeah. Wow, that'd be kind of neat. I'm trying to think of other ones. Oh, uh, dude, you could like summon Rufio and stuff. Yeah. That would be so sick. <laughs> Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> Lady in the Tramp. You're just like this, <laughs> this hairy dog yeah. in like a Souls yeah. like. Dude. That's pretty uh, cool, this, though. The, the endless possibilities. Yeah. So I'm excited for yeah. that. Yeah. And I feel like with the like a Wizard of Oz kind of feel, that'd be perfect for a scene. Kind of like. Lies of P, that'd be a perfect kind of rendition of the, the storyline as well. So that's that sounds awesome, man. I'm glad you yeah, liked it. Doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's like a like if you could get like a badass wicked witch of the West, mm-hmm. like ooh, that that it's ripe. It's ripe with lore. Yeah. So I hope they keep the series going. Good stuff. Yeah. And that brings us to our spooky episode of today. Cause it is October. Very, very spooky. spooky. Ooh. Yeah. Super excited. Uh, guys, <laughs> that, that was actually kind of scary. Okay. Uh, so, guys, first game we're going to talk about um, Paranormal Tales. I think maybe we should just roll right into the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Because, I think we have uh, yeah, to. Th- yeah, I think we have to because I think people really need to see 
uh, what we're kind of talking about here. But this game is to be determined with a release date, mm-hmm. but they are mm-hmm. giving us a release date of 2023. So I do assume that it will be coming very soon. Uh, and if you guys are just listening on the Spotify, what we're seeing right now is some very realistic, like body cam style mm-hmm. footage. Hmm. And it's just like and it got the same feel of like uh Visage. Remember you played that one? I played that one with yeah. you too. Yeah, it has the same feel of Visage, but I think what's like very terrifying is this body cam style yeah. and they're using Unreal Engine 5, yep. which is making it very very realistic. Yeah. Mm, I wasn't scared, you were scared. <laughs> <laughs> and i think this is going to be ripe with jump scares of course yeah. i think there's going to be a good storyline behind it i i, I it, the thing is there's like it's such a realistic experience yeah. that we're looking at right now because mm-hmm. there's no music there's no nothing it's just this very ominous it's just this very uh ominous and scary effect and you know that i love this style so you know i'm here for it yeah and kind of going off that a little bit it's it's one of those things and i'm gonna talk touch about this in the after our next game as well but it's like the realism in these times of games just like helps you engage and like engulf yourself a little bit more and i think the body cam really makes it seem like you're looking through like a camera and stuff like that like you know i mean like the the camera camera angle with it um yeah this game is inspired by PT. Did you ever play that one? I did actually yeah, play so, PT. So, so that, was, that was in my notes too, yeah. that it was inspired. Yeah. Which is also um, another really scary game and like confusing too. Like I, I had no idea what was going on the whole time I played that. Um, but in this one, you're playing as individuals that went missing. And like, so you're playing as these characters through their point of view of like phone cameras and VHS cameras. And so I think that's pretty cool. And it's going to take place in like different locations. So it's going to, I feel like each character does have a different level of scare and different feel to it. And I think that's cool. So I actually have it a different way. I'm not sure where. So what I looked up was um, basically you're playing as one character. Are you, are you saying you're playing as oh, you know what? different characters? That note is for the next game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's because the makes notes sense. that I Yeah, my bad. The, the note that I have is that you are playing as one character and you're working uh for this company. Um what's the name of the company? It's like a very s- stupid name. Uh horror you're you're working for the horror cams committee, which is I d I have no idea what that is. But basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to decipher uh what happened to these people based on found body cam footage. Gotcha. Um, so you're almost like a ghost detective kind of reliving their experiences. And I think it's going to be really cool because they're saying that like all of the storylines are going to be very different mm-hmm. and the player is going to experience a lot of different things. So I kind of like that, that it's going to be switching up because when you're playing a scary game, um, I don't know if you get this kind of same. Well, you probably do get this kind of same feel because you had the same experience when you were playing Outlast. Yeah. It's like when you were that, that big guy that you were running away from in yeah. the very beginning it was kind of scary but then the more you kind of get used to it like you you almost kind of like 
he's almost like funny yeah. in a way like the, that scare factor kind of loses so i like the fact that they're switching it up and giving you different types of experiences and i think that's why i thought visage works so well because like the different storylines it like you never know like where they were going to pop up or what was going to pop up really you had no idea what you were looking for even in that game and i think with outlast like you said is like the music would even start with that guy. Like, so you knew he was coming because the music would start and then he'd start running at you. And I found that to get past him is you run right at him and then you like side jump and then you're right by him. So like, it, like you said, it lost a scary factor. And even in like the end of outlast, like just because you were so expecting somebody to be chasing you the whole time, it's like, like the end, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that's going to play outlast, but like the end is like, it was the same situation. Like that thing kept popping up. You're like, well, I know what I got to do is run away. Like it wasn't that scary in terms of like once it like happened, you knew it was happening. Yeah. You lose that scare factor yeah. the more and more that it keeps happening. Yeah. So I do like that. They're going to be switching this up and you're going to be getting very different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and lo- what we touched about on the body cam footage, I do really, li- it's like, I, I don't want to be like gushing over this, but if you guys are just listening on the Spotify, go to YouTube and check out the trailer for this game. The The amount of hyper-realism mm-hmm. is, is kind of next level. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before, especially in a horror game yeah. where it's it it's almost very hard to decipher that you're looking <laughs> yeah. at a game like you you almost feel like you're watching actual body cam footage right. and i think it's it's absolutely terrifying i agree and i was gonna say you know what make this game even scarier is if they put it in vr oh my god like, dude! if you put this yeah if you put this in vr like whoo, this and then the next game to too it. like those i feel like any of these like horror games that like require you to like survive and like run around like that i feel like if it was in vr it would make it 10 times worse and then oh geez but overall i think this game looks the part of being a perfect horror game to compete with some of those more scary games to be honest yeah i mean i think it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna turn some heads for sure and i think when it comes out it might kind of push the horror genre a little bit further than some people may expect yeah um so i'm 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 here for it i'm super excited for it i was gonna say there's not much like talk about this game yet but i think as it comes out people like especially the horror genre like fan base is gonna be like all right this is the next one like this is one that we're gonna play because it's it's up there with the ones that we love so i think this is a it's gonna be a good game yeah and i think i think people are talking about it but a very small community is talking about it i I think the the small community that is very interested in this game is very, very excited for it. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's one of those games, kind of like a Cuphead, kind of like a Hollow Knight that's going to kind of quietly drop and then kind of gain momentum yeah. the more and more people play it. Mm-hmm. I agree yeah, with you. So I, I, I think it's going to be super good. And we, you did touch on uh, PT yeah. and a lot of people are are really comparing this game to to PT, which is, is really kind of a big deal um and for people that don't know what pt is basically it's this trailer that dropped uh, it's this game demo okay there is a game demo for a game called silent hills which was going to be part of the silent hill series and that demo dropped on the playstation 4 store uh in 2014 
Now, people played this demo, and this game was supposed to come out. Uh, it was being developed by Hideo Kojima and uh, Gilmero Del Toro, who mm-hmm. did Pan's Labyrinth and Hellboy and a bunch of different movies and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and basically what happened is this demo came out, and people absolutely loved it like they went nuts for this demo they thought it was going to be the greatest like horror game to come out in in so long um even so much that like the demo was winning like awards of like the best horror game of the year and stuff like that and for whatever reason silent hills never came out and in 2015 they removed the pt demo from the playstation Mm -hmm. store and it's just never been heard of again but in that time, people have really kind of built this cult following around it and to really love the game. So to have a game that's inspired by that game, uh, people are kind of going nuts for it, and I'm here for it. And it's going, hopefully it's one of those games that can live up to the hype of something like PT because, like, you know, like you build up the hype to be like, oh, it's going to be like this game. I just hope it's going to stick to that. And from what it looks like with this game is it's, it's hope like it looks like it can be so yeah it looks like it's gonna be kind of what pt showed us was possible in the horror genre um back in 2014 and i think yeah i think people are finally gonna get like the game that they wanted um i I think it's gonna be sweet like pt is crazy dude Mm -hmm. like i remember playing pt and just being like this is absolutely insane like it's 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 like a it was like almost giving me anxiety yeah. when I was playing it, but in like a good way, if that made sense. I'm like yeah. so entrenched in it, and it was just absolutely insane. And like we said, people have a ridiculous cult following for this game. Like mm-hmm. PS4s that had PT downloaded on it were going on eBay for like thousands of dollars. Do you remember that? I don't remember all that. I have it on my <laughs> PS4, but do you? I do. Yeah. Oh my god, really? We have to play it. <laughs> we might have to. I was, <laughs> although when I played PT, I didn't really know what was going on, so I just kept walking and walking and like in a circle. You know what I mean? That's what I felt like I was yeah. doing, and I didn't know what was going on. And then like out of nowhere, it's like, you finished the demo, and I was like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely scary, but I didn't know what was going on, and I was so confused as I was playing. But... Yep. Other than that, it was pretty, I think it's going to be a scary, fun game with Paranormal Tales. It's going to be I one that I, I will try. I think it's going to be a great game. I, I think it's definitely going to be one that I want to try. Um, the, the body cam footage, again, just real quick, talking about the body cam footage. The reason why they did it um, when they were asked why they went with the body cam footage is, is they said it just feels terrifying, almost like claustrophobic, yeah. uh, and puts it in an interesting twist on the horror experience, which I do believe. Um, and, and people are a little bit concerned about this body cam footage just because like how I have issues with sea of thieves, they're yeah. like the motion kind of sickness. So they are thinking about adding options to reduce the motion sickness. If the body cam footage seems like something that might not be for you. Right. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We will see when it drops and there's no date on it yet, but I would imagine the next year or so. They actually, there's no date on it yet, but they're still saying the 2023 time frame is in in spec. Oh, really? So I, okay. Yeah, we could we could see it before the end of the year, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, I would think I, you'd think this month, as it's the October and Halloween month, but probably too late at you this would, point. So you would think, but yeah. probably too late. Yeah. But yeah, we could get it before the end of the year. So yeah. I'm super excited for it, and uh, yeah, I'll be getting it and seeing how it goes. Ooh, spooky. 
I'm I'm super juiced for it. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, real quick before we jump to our next game, Adam does not know about this, so he's gonna go into this one thousand percent blind. But Adam, uh, since this game is partially about uh, you know kind of surviving yeah, uh, yeah. horrible experiences, oh, okay. uh, and the ones that we have seen are most likely uh, taking place in the woods. I would like to put you into an experience and see if you can make it out alive. Okay, are you it's kind of similar to how I did with the the, <laughs> the uh, saw, but mine failed. But let's go for it. <laughs> kind of, kind of similar. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to put Adam deep into the woods and see if he makes it out alive. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm closing right, my eyes I need to imagine. You, I need I need you to imagine this scenario because you really have to think about this because most people do not make it out alive. Okay, you are walking through the woods at night, and everything is pitch black except for the flashlight on your phone. Before you, there's a path that leads you deeper into the woods where your friend's cabin awaits. You've been there before, but never at nighttime. Do you keep walking, or do you call your friend? Can I ask questions? Is that allowed? No. No, <laughs> so I can't, I can't know what battery percentage my phone has. It's um the the story will lead you the way uh, will give you all the information as okay. you as okay. you continue. I'm gonna keep walking because I don't You're want to keep to walking. Yeah. Okay. Adam decides to keep walking. The faster you get to the cabin, the better. As you walk, you listen to the sound of crickets and wind rustling through the trees. You get to a fork in the path and can't remember which way to go. Do you go left or right? I'm going to the right. Going to the right. Okay. All right. You decided to go right. You're pretty sure this is the way. Mm -hmm. And look at that. You are correct. The cabin is just ahead, but wait a second. The windows are dark. Where is your friend? You knock, but no one answers. The mm. front door's unlocked, so you go inside and call out for your friend. There's no response. When you try to turn on the light, nothing happens. You take a look at your phone and see that it's on 6% battery. It's going to die any second. Hmm. The lights didn't go out the last time you were here. If you remember correctly, your friend said there was a generator in the basement and a flashlight and candles in the attic. Do you investigate the attic or the basement? Hmm. My phone's going to die, so I have to go get the, the, the lights, the, the flashlight. And the, you said that, so there's candles and a flashlight upstairs? Candles and flashlight upstairs, possibly a generator in the basement to turn the lights back on. Well, if my phone dies by the time I get downstairs, I'm going to go upstairs and grab the flashlight and the, the candles. Adam is going to the attic. The attic sounds like a better idea, so you search the ceiling for the entrance. You find it in the kitchen where you pull the drawstring, revealing the mouth of the attic and the ladder that folds down. Above your head, there's only a rectangle of black. It's just the dark. You remind yourself it can't hurt you. You begin your ascend into the attic where the only source of light is your quickly dying phone. You expect to see stacks upon stacks of ducks, dusty boxes, but to your surprise, there's only a lone chest. Maybe there's something in there I can use, you think. Do you open the chest or do you return downstairs? My phone's going to die, but this chest sounds <laughs> scary, so I'm going to go back down. He's going back downstairs, okay. You decide to take your chances in the dark and return downstairs. Sure, the dark is scary, but you are getting some pretty bad vibes from that chest. 
Hello, a voice says from the living room. You nearly jump out of your skin when you see a shadowy figure a few feet away, but then you recognize the outline. It's your friend. Oh my God, where have you been? The lights won't turn on and I've been seriously freaking out. Sorry I'm so late. My head hasn't felt right all evening, they say, and you notice something weird about their voice. It's almost deeper than usual. The hairs on the back of your neck stand up, but you're not entirely sure why. Your friend takes a step closer and a patch of moonlight comes in through the window illuminating their face and their eyes. It's like they changed from their normal color to a strange yellow. And their teeth. Oh god, their teeth. Why are they so pointy? Ask what's wrong with him or do you run? I just run. I'm running. He's running. Before your friend can say another word, you're sprinting out the door towards your car. Luckily, the full moon is so bright that it's lighting your path. Behind you, you hear your friend screaming in agony, and you almost turn around. But then the scream transforms into a howl, and you decide to keep running. You get to a fork in the path, but can't exactly remember which way is the way back to your car. But you can't hesitate. You have to choose quickly because you think you hear something large and fast coming your way. Do you ignore the path, or do you go right or left? Go left. Adam's going left. You're doing really good, buddy. <laughs> I'm still running. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you take the path left and keep running with everything you've got. After what seems like a mile, you finally find your car and manage to climb inside. Through the windshield, you see the creature burst through a line of trees and stand in front of the car. It's on its hind legs, yet its face looks almost like a wolf. For a moment, you wonder what this awful creature could possibly be, but with the full moon overhead, you think you have a pretty good idea. It's a werewolf. Looking in the back seat, you see that you have a baseball bat you can use as a weapon, but you could also drive away. Are you fighting, or are you driving away? I'm driving away. Driving away. Running through him. Uh, look at this dude you're doing so good i was so i was so dead by this point <laughs> you quickly lock all the doors and get the car running with the headlights on the creature it only looks more frightening and inhuman it lets out a gigantic roar and you think i've got to get out of here you hit the gas pedal with the intention of backing out of the parking lot but the car lurches forward you accidentally put the vehicle in drive instead of reverse <gasps> For a moment, the werewolf looks like a deer in headlights, and then you hear a crunch as you run over its foot. It roars in agony, and you throw the car in reverse, for real this time. You back out of the spot and start to drive away, leaving the werewolf howling in your wake. You drive all the way home. I thought you were going to your friend's cabin, your mother says when you enter. I had to cancel, you say, knowing that she'd never believe you in a million years. That night, you sleep better than you've ever slept before. You sleep so hard, it takes your mom several attempts to wake you up. Hey, sleepyhead, get up, she says. You open your eyes and sit up in bed. What's going on? Your friend came by to apologize about last night, she says, and points to the doorway. Your friend is standing there with an apologetic smile on their face, but your blood runs cold, and you see what's on their legs. It's a fresh cast encasing their leg, and you think you might, not, you might know how they got it. Dude, you survived. Looks like you survived and learned something new about your friend in the process. I certainly hope they don't huff and puff and blow your house down or worse. Are you brave enough to try again? You are not. <laughs> so I'm, I was a scaredy cat is what it's saying? 
No, basically, you made it to the end, and I can't believe you did that because I took this thing twice and died twice. Let's go. <laughs> Adam knows how to get out of the situation. I do. And gentlemen. I do. Let's go. Well, I was hoping you were going to die. I didn't die. I'm, <laughs> I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. Okay. All right, all right. Adam is obviously better in the situations, which means he's going to explain to us our next game, uh, Don't Scream, because he obviously knows how to get out of these situations much better than I would. Yeah. Um. So bringing us to our game, like he said, Don't Scream is a game where you cannot scream. And that's basically the premise of the game. So let's roll the trailer real quick with this one. But that's honestly the basics of the game. And we'll kind of go into it a little bit. But it's kind of the same feel as um, Paranormal Tales. It's got that realism effect to it. Are you excited for this game? I don't know. It's it's a small game. Um, like a very small game. It's only got two developers. Um, I can't imagine that it's really going to be much of a game and the way they describe it it's a short experience so um i don't know if it's going to be a game that really gets on the radar of many people the trailer just came out today and i thought it just fit with what we're talking about today and so that's why i wanted to put it on today and here it is so guys if you're just listening on the spotify again what we are uh looking at is a very realistic uh, home video yeah footage? that's yeah, 1993 yeah, like, home video that your parents use to <laughs> watch you doing nothing for hours <laughs> but just record this this the same uh gigantic tape recorder that yep. was used to like watch you open presents yep. on christmas morning exactly and stuff like that yeah but it's got that really eerie feel similar to paranormal tales but a different setting you know what i mean it's not so like bright and it's not in a house it's in a forest I think it's called Pinewood Forest, and so as you can see on the like on the the gameplay where you see that countdown of fifteen minutes fifty seconds right now, that actually is how long you have to survive in this level without screaming. And to and the way the game is going to work is like you can't scream or you have to start over. And we'll kind of go into how that works once the trailer's over. And really. Nothing is like popping out that is scary except for sounds, so I don't know how it's gonna be. But the setting is kind of what does it for me. I kind of like that it's it's got this 1993 video cam yeah. kind of style to it. Um, I can see how this could be scary. I just the only thing that makes me a little bit nervous about this mm. is it's it's almost too dark. Does yeah. that does that make sense? Yeah, it's it's almost like too dark. Like it's hard to see even like the things that are supposed to be scary. I wonder if that's just kind of what we're seeing right now. Like in terms of like the gameplay and not being the best of like video quality. I wonder. See stuff like that is like it's like oh that's scary. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, I wonder if it's just the way it looks like on the trailer because like you know resolution gets like smush or like compressed on youtube and stuff like this so i wonder if that has something to do with it but it's hard i mean to say. I, yeah i mean i i it's giving me a very realistic vibe and like we're huh. <laughs> <laughs> i may have jumped right there so and yeah anytime you scream you have to start over and so the way it works is you like you cannot play this game without a microphone 
if that makes yes. sense. So with yeah. that, like, you have to use a microphone. And the whole premise of the game, like I said, there's no storyline to the game. Um, however, like you're supposed to survive in this forest for 18 minutes without screaming. Um, and the time only progresses if you move. So if you're standing still, your timer stops, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, and the way that makes it like the replayability of this game is that the scares are unpredictable and also like the events are dynamic. So it's hard to predict like when a jump scare will happen or when you'll scream. Um, and what the developer had said is like, yeah, you can like cheat the system in like terms of like, like lower your microphone. So if you make any noise, like it's not a scream, but that like, that takes away from the game. Um, and what they're saying is like a mere like gasp, like, <gasps> like that will count as a scream. So I think it's a game that has some potential to be fun for a little bit and have friends try it. I don't know if it's a game that will keep me invested in playing over time. I, 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 I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of excited for this game. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think it's, I think, yeah, I think it's a cool experience. Cause, um, like we talked about, it's a very, it's a very small game. It's an indie game. It's developed, uh, by two devs, uh, Jor and Joe. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I hope I'm saying that yeah. right. Um, so it's, it's literally just two guys that made a game. Um, and I, I think it's very, very cool idea. Uh, they're also using the unreal engine five. Yep. So it's going to be very realistic um they they kind of toted it not so much as a game but more or less think of it as like a scare simulator yeah. um where it's kind of just like this autopilot experience and like you talked about um it's it's gonna be an 18 minute experience and the entire thing is all based on the premise that you don't make any noise right while you're playing the game and i think it's a very very cool idea mm -hmm. and i think for for what i would assume the cost of this game to be because it is an 18 minute experience i can't yeah. imagine this game is going to be more than like 20 bucks yeah i think for that price the experience that you're going to get from this is just going to be a lot of fun and i think yeah. it's going to be a good game where it's like you can play this game as a group of friends and like you all try to play together and you know like you you see so you're playing with like two or three people in the room you're all kind of watching this thing yeah. and that like if one of you screams like it kind of screws everything up yeah i think i think it's gonna be a fun experience and i think it's gonna be a really fun experience for um the streaming community i yeah. think this is gonna be a, a big big game for the streaming community because it's one of those games that you can play you can get through the entire game in the course of a stream and you can have your audience kind of mess with you a little bit to yeah. try to get you to to like jump and stuff like that so I, I do think it's a very cool experience like you talked about it's a dynamic experience so you can play it over and over again where the you're not gonna be like oh there's a there's a jump scare coming up here yeah you know what i mean like you're gonna be able to play it a bunch of times and i think it's just gonna be really really cool i'm excited to play through it i i, th I think kind of what we were even just talking about like a, a few minutes ago with the experience of like outlast like this is a game that it's like completely like random and i think that like you said it helps with that experience of you never know what's coming next and it's going to keep you scared the whole time and i and that is a really cool aspect of this game to me and and just the setting to me i think it's 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 unique in terms of like the 1993 vhs and i think that makes it Cause like like you said, it's something that you've seen growing up as like your opening presents, and like imagine having that at like eleven p.m. at night, and all you have is your camcorder, and like you know what I mean. Like I can understand <laughs> like the scariness behind it, and 
Yeah. It, it, I'm going to play it for sure. It's just a matter of like how long am I going to be able to play this game. I'm going to try to get my wife to play it because she doesn't like scary stuff. So trying to get her to go through it without screaming, that'd be kind of fun. But other than that, I, I just don't know how much like... I think it's going to be really good for streamers. It's going to pop off and like, oh, like, yeah, let's like try to make me jump during this game and like try to get me to scream. And I think, like you said, that's going to make it really fun. But somebody that like by myself, it's going to be one of those things. I'll play once or twice, you know, but I am going to try it. Yeah. I mean, it's a single player experience, mm -hmm. but I don't th I, I don't think the the quote unquote fun experiences you're gonna have with the game are, are necessarily just playing by yourself right. i think the fun experiences you're gonna have are you know you've played through the game and then it's like okay let's get let's get you know let me let me call my brother over here yeah. and see if he can make it through and you know like what i think you're gonna have a lot more fun with this game watching other people play right. it yeah, yeah so I, th I think that's kind of that's kind of the the catch on this game and for me there's a lot of nostalgia we talked about it like I, uh, dude, I remember like going through like VHS tapes and it's like, oh, Dave and Pete Christmas, 1996. <laughs> it's just like the, yeah. that, that VCR footage like means something to me. Like it, it's, I, I just remember seeing that, like the, that stuff. So there's, there's nostalgia. I think there's going to be a lot of fun there. I think it's going to be, you know, a price point where it's a game where you're not super invested in it. You throw 20 bucks at it and have, yeah. you know, have some laughs with your friends. I think it's going to be a really cool game. And, you know, again, we talked about this. It's a small developer. Mm -hmm. It's just two guys that made a game. I mean, he he was saying that, you know, he had his wife just kind of be the, the game tester. You know, like it's a small kind of thing. And I think it's cool that these two guys, um, you know, made made something cool that they're really proud of mm -hmm. and they're they're gonna get a release and i hope it uh, i hope they do well with it yeah and honestly kind of going off that's funny you mentioned his wife uh in the description on steam it's like oh my wife was the play test and she's still in the clinic right now and it's, so it's <laughs> yeah. kind of funny i don't I, that's funny that you brought that up but that's cool so my yeah. like that's the kind of thing i'd like to see like bailey play and like scare her her, her socks off you know so, yeah yeah but, you're gonna have a lot of fun you're gonna have a lot of fun watching other people play this game i think so definitely definitely keep it on your radar uh you can put it on your steam wish list right now again don't quote me on that 20 dollars price tag i'm just kind of throwing it out there that's what i was assume the the cost of this game would yeah. be yeah uh yeah i but, think somewhere you know. around there especially like you said the 18 minutes and who knows might be even less to be honest who knows but um yeah that's kind of what we think right now. Um, but this kind of brings us into a topic just because of the last two games that I wanted to mention. Okay, so with these like body cam footage and like the realism things, do you like games that are like that? Like, is that, would you say like that's your like number one type of game? Or, all right, that's, let's back up. Would you, do you like games that are more realistic or more like arcadey, would you say? It's a f it's a fine line for me. Okay. Um, I like more realistic games, but I like more realistic games that still have video game feel. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. At all? Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not a first person guy. Yeah. I hate for I hate first person. So like when I play a game, <clears throat> I want to play third person right i want that i want that view of behind my character i don't want to know what's going on i want to i want it the first person thing just never feels i get what they were going for with first person it's like you are seeing it through your own eyes but it just never feels that way mm -hmm. to me like it, it just i just always feel like i'm just this like 
floating <laughs> hand. Yeah. Just like these floating hands going yeah, yeah. through the world. So I kind of I kind of don't like that stuff. But I don't necessarily love like so much arcade like button mashing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want like a realistic experience in a third person experience. And those games are becoming fewer and further. Yeah. You know, like not the norm anymore. And it makes me a little sad. Yeah. Okay. I was just kind of curious. Um, just because like I think sometimes like games get I almost think that realism in games is kind of over talked about sometimes or it's overrated in terms of like oh it's gotta every little mechanic's gotta be the most real thing of like the game. Kind of like Madden is ruined because of the realism. You know what I mean? Like yes. they try to make it too real, be, but there's no way it can be, and that they're trying too hard. It's kind of ruined what Madden used to be. That, and it, it's always been considered like the NFL simulator, but it's it's got to the point where it's like there's no arcadeness to it. I mean, there's arcade modes in the in Madden, but like in terms of like the gameplay itself, they try too hard with all the the complicated mechanics to it. And that's kind of where I think where realism is kind of overrated. Um, but there are other games like that enhance the experience, kind of like the ones that we're talking right now. Like the fact that like these two games, they look so real. I think it's easier to immerse yourself in a game like this, if that makes sense. And so that's why I kind of like it in these kinds of games, but there's other games that just try too hard and it takes away from like the mechanics of the game. I'd a thousand percent agree with you because I think I think what the realism has to do with and, and let, let's back up just a little bit mm -hmm. when when you were talking about arcade style mm -hmm. of games I think I think my feel of arcade style versus maybe like today's feel of arcade style is a little bit different mm -hmm. so like when I think arcade style games I'm thinking more of like wildcard football yeah yeah where it's just it's very much an arcade yeah. like just absolute craziness but i'm i, I still want to play a game right you know what i mean yeah like, yeah when i'm playing video games i still want to play a game and i mm -hmm. think you know what what games like madden have done have they've gone so far into the realism portion mm -hmm. that like it's no longer fun to play the game right does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, and that's kind of where I was going with that. And then, like, there's other games, like, okay, kind of going to first-person shooter games. There's a couple that I have that are, like, supposed to be the realistic, and that's Ready or Not in, like, Zero Hour. And, like, it's, um, like, either Ready or Not is, like, your um, SWAT, and you have to go in there and, like, defuse situations and stuff like that. Yes, it looks and feels very real, but the fact that there's so many mechanics in terms of like you have to push this button to pull up this and then you have to make sure to reload with this button, like there's so many mechanics to it. I think it takes away from like the realism and that's kind of why I'll always go towards Call of Duty. Yes, it's it's there's a lot of things about Call of Duty that is like simulation and like fake, but the fact that like there's only the buttons that I need to worry about are on my controller. Whereas like zero hour or uh, ready or not is like E X P like the whole bunch of different ones where like, all I want to do is aim, shoot, reload, switch weapons. Like that's all I need to do. But with this one, you have to like, like tell them that you have to give them different commands and stuff like that. And that just takes away from the experience for me. If that makes sense. Oh, a, th a thousand percent yeah. makes sense. And like, 
that's the problem is they go so far with the realism that it, it takes away from the gameplay experience like you played um like the flight sim yeah. right yeah like you when you're playing something that realistic where some of these games are going to like that's a that's a level of insanity that like that you like when you're playing a flight simulator you basically really need to know how to fly yeah. a plane yeah you know what i mean it's like okay it's like yeah. that level of kind of like you know realism really takes away from the gameplay for me and we talked about this in like you know if it's a simulator type of thing like a lot of these you know like the two games that we talked about the gameplay the core gameplay mechanics isn't really there's not a lot going on there yeah. it's more or less just about the experience mm -hmm. that's fine when you want to bring you know the realism into it but when you're talking about enhanced like combat systems yeah. and stuff like that like i want it to operate as a game yeah you know what yeah. i mean Right, yeah. and that's kind of where I was going with that too. And to your to with you bringing up Microsoft Microsoft Flight Simulator, I had the yoke and stuff, so that's a little different. Like I had the buttons like available. It's not my keyboard buttons. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. No. And that's what that's what I'm talking yeah. about. It's like the the people that are really into these realism simulators. Um, it's not it's not for a casual person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have to be really mm -hmm. interested in it. Like look at all these like racing simulators mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like people have like actual like car seats and like, yeah, into, yeah. like actual steering wheels and stuff. Like you have to be invested in these realistic situations. And for like your casual gamer, like me to just grab an ultra realistic game off the shelf and be like, you know, I just want to play this game. Like it's not possible. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's losing interest with that kind of kind of thing, and with my like racing simulator, all I have is the wheels and the pedals. Like, like that's all I need. Like, I'm not gonna go like super in depth to get a uh, a shifter and a car seat and all that thing. Um, it's funny. My friend really wants me to play Escape from Tarkov, but every time I watch him play that, I'm like, dude, there's just so much complication to that game. I just can't do it. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of. <laughs> I just want to talk about it for a little bit and see like where you're like stood on realism it's kind of funny that we're kind of on the same page in terms of like what we look for in our our realism of games so yeah i mean don't get me wrong i love me some good graphics yeah. you want to keep the graphics going but like uh, when when the w at the end of the day i want to play a video game yep. you know what i mean i don't want to i don't want to play simulate i don't want every single thing to be a similar like a simulator yeah sometimes i just want to jump into a game and, and just hit stuff yeah you know what i mean yeah unless it's a goofy simulator <laughs> and unless it's goat simulator yeah, exactly. you can keep making, go you can keep making yeah. goat simulators yeah. all day yeah. long that's that's super realistic but okay ladies and gentlemen i don't know where this fits we were talking about some goat we really went off on a tangent yeah there. I, knew, <laughs> I, I was gonna bring it up though but you know it's not a different topic for us kind of a secondary topic for yeah side topic i loved it I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, because we are talking about such ghostly games uh, with the last two games, Don't Scream and uh, PT and, uh, oh my God, I forgot the name, Paranormal Tales. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we decided that it would be a fun idea to do a little bit of a ghosty draft and draft <laughs> the best ghosts of all time. Adam, do you have your list? I do have my list. Do you think I'm gonna get any of your uh no any of your picks? I don't think none so. of them. Nope. Not a one. Not a one. Okay. All right, we're gonna flip the coin anyway. Yep. Yeah, go first. Yay, let's go. All right. Always. So our go the best ghost draft. 
My number one pick, Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. You did not take my number one pick. No, I did it. Stop. <laughs> no, no, you did not. Oh, okay, you good, did good, not. Good. I, was, oh. I, I was a thousand percent uh, that you were going to take my number one pick. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, with my first overall pick, I will be taking the one, the only Slimer from Ghostbusters. Ooh. Game over. He's the he, best ghost he of all time. He was going to be on my list, but I was like, eh, I don't want him. I want Danny Phantom. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm an 80s baby. That's I love okay. me some Ghostbusters. Okay. Give me some Slimer. My second pick is Ghost Rider. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. yeah. That's that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I actually had that on my list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's okay because I, I got my top two picks and I'm yeah, super yeah. excited for these. Uh ladies and gentlemen, with the next pick in the ghost draft, I will be taking the one and only Beetlejuice, specifically <gasps> Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice. Good pick, good pick, good pick. Let's go. That was gonna be Let's on my list go. too. All right. My third pick is Gengar the Pokemon the Pokemon yeah okay he's a ghost type so I wanted Gengar I feel like the the Pokemon fans are just gonna say that you won the draft already yeah (laughs) I did okay uh ladies and gentlemen with the third overall pick I will be going very obscure here um and this is only gonna this is only gonna mean something to the 80s romantics like myself uh but I will be taking Mr. Sam Wheat from Ghost you know I love me some Patrick Swayze yeah okay okay Rip, my, rip the sways. <laughs> rip the sways. My <laughs> fourth pick is this might be a little cheating, but the Force Ghost of Yoda. What? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> the CGI ghost at the yeah. end. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No. no. Doesn't count. Do I need to change it? I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give you Ghost Yoda, I guess. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Ghost Yoda. I would not give you Ghost Anakin. Oh, okay, that was <laughs> I had him on there too, but you, you can't have go you can't have Ghost Anakin. That's not that's not a real thing. Okay, okay. ladies and gentlemen, with the fourth <laughs> overall pick, uh, I will be taking the Marleys from the Muppets Christmas Carol. I love those old dudes those two old dudes are so hilarious in every single thing mm-hmm. that they're in mm-hmm. uh and you know i have to add them to my ghost list when they're in ghost form yeah all right my fifth pick i just feel like you have to have this character in a ghost pick and that's casper the friendly ghost uh, we are so close yeah. we are so close to making it through this list without a casper reference yep i had to bring him in you can't have a ghost draft and not have casper the friendly ghost. Ooh, I mean, I got okay. All right, I got two here, and I mm-hmm. feel like I'm gonna need a banger if you pulled out Casper. I am going to go with my very last pick. Uh, give me some zero from Nightmare Before Christmas. I like it. I like it. I, I love Nightmare Before Christmas, and I now have a dog on my team, so I feel like I win. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Some uh, honorable mentions for me: The Flying Dutchman. Love it. Yeah, from SpongeBob. A little SpongeBob yeah, action. Yeah. I got one honorable mention that I, I think the Harry Potter fans would love yep. as a, some nearly headless Nick. Uh, 
yeah, I, I love me some John Cleese. John Cleese is yeah. the goat. I was I, he no. was on my list, and then another one from Harry Potter, Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, Moaning yeah. Myrtle, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also had on my list uh, Large Marge from the Pee Wee movies. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh my god, I, I love Pee Wee. I love Pee Wee. Uh, also, a quick shout out to the Judge from the Frighteners. You okay. ever seen the Frighteners? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Frighteners is a great movie. It's a, a super underrated horror movie with Michael <laughs> J. Fox. It's an amazing movie. Um, and last but not least, we're going to give a shout out to Dr. Malcolm Crow from The Sixth Sense. Okay. I know this is the butt of all jokes, like for the longest time, that, like, oh, he was dead the whole time. Um, but I feel like we got to put him on this list because it's, it's, it's funny to me that when this movie came out, like people were just more accepting of the fact that like his wife just ignored him for that entire movie than, than uh, other than the fact that he was just dead. Like people yeah. were like, yeah, his, his wife's just ignoring him. It's fine. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Good stuff. Good, good, good stuff, draft, man. That was a good one. Guys, let us know down in the comments who won, and we almost made it through without talking about Casper, but that's okay. You have to. You have to talk about Casper. Do you have to? Yes, he's, he's the friendly friendly ghost, man. Casper the friendly ghost. Mm, Whatever. Okay. All, All right. right. Next topic, Twisted Tower. Twisted <laughs> Tower. The Willy Wonka but, Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock meets Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, do we want Let's next? go ahead and roll Yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and roll the trailer, because I, I feel like... People got to see what we're talking yeah, about here. Yeah, exactly. Because I am going to crap on this game hard. Are you? <laughs> I am. Oh, no. Uh, the ultra-violent cross between Bioshock and Willy Wonka and yeah. Disneyland. And I think I know where you're going to crap on this game. And it's this part right here and the voiceover. Am I right? Is that part of it? Part of it, yes. Okay, okay. It's part of it. Yeah, so guys, if you're just listening on the uh, Spotify, what we're looking at um, is essentially a, a twist on the Willy Wonka story, except this one is a toy maker, and he put the velvet tickets inside of a bunch of toys, and if you get a ticket, uh, you get to go to the Twisted Tower. Um, and then what we're seeing right now is just absolute just bloody mayhem, yeah. like first-person shooter bloody mayhem with like some puzzle aspects, mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right on the right track here. It's just pure chaos, <laughs> to be honest. It's absolute madness, yeah. if we're going to be honest. Yeah. And I think that's what this game is trying to go for in terms of, like, chaos and things like that. I mean, you're the first-person shooter guy. Yeah, Are yeah. you excited about this? Uh, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> 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 it's one that it, it intrigued me when i first saw it if, if i can say that to be honest i i i feel you i feel you it was intriguing but i i, I just I, like okay i'm not a first person shooter guy yeah. so we all we all know that this game is not gonna be something for me right but i mean you are the first person shooter guy is this something that you are interested in is it something that you want to play I think it is something that I will play in the future, especially if it's a game that goes on sale at some point. The only, the hard part for me is it's Bioshock has never been a game that I had like, I didn't like the feel of Bioshock. That wasn't a game that I was interested in. However, with this one, I just thought it fit with our theme of like the scary. And I was like, oh, it does look interesting, but is it interesting enough for me to play? I don't think think so off the bat but if let's say my friend buys it and it's in his his library i'll definitely download it and try it and who knows maybe it is a game that i'll like really come into love um but kind of going into where this game kind of came about it's 
And and I think this is going to kind of go into what you're thinking, Dave. And so the developer that made this game, he said he has like started over a bunch of times. He's kind of changed his mind a bunch of things. He's thrown stuff into it. Um, he ha had the idea of making it more of like a medieval castle kind of like feel to it. Um, it's had different names. The names that they originally had was one second. I have them here. Um, shoot. I can't remember. Oh, um, I'm blanking. Anyway, there used to be two two um, different titles, and they ended with Twisted Tower. Um, it's a boomer shooter, and they were struggling to find somebody to sign them for a while, um, and so they finally kind of got up to it. Um, the game's going to feature different puzzles, crazy explosions, mechanics, and the story of it now is, is so a main character is Tiny, that's who you play as, is in love with this character named Charlotte, and she actually ended up going fall in love with some bully, I guess. And so to like win Charlotte's love, Tiny goes and does this game hosted by Mr. Twister, and that's the Twisted Tower game, and you have to make your way up the top. And at the end, his plan is to ask for her hand in marriage. So I think that's kind of where you're going to go with this, Dave, is it just seems <laughs> like it's a whole bunch of... Let's throw this into the game. Let's throw this into the game. Let's throw this into the game. Let's throw Joker into the game. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, I thought that's... that was the biggest ripoff of the game is that the main, like the guy sounds like the Joker, but, uh, and then even the art style of that, like you saw at the beginning of the trailer, he looks like Joker. And it, that's where I was like, eh, I don't really like that. So. Yeah, so this game, uh, like Adam talked about, develop it's developed by Atmos Games, mm -hmm. and Atmos finally got a, a publisher, which was 3D Realms, to greenlight this project. Yeah. Um, and like Adam talked about, lots of variations. This guy started over a bunch of times. Um, basically, this is an FPS where players are contestants, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. you're you're a contestant after you win a ticket, uh, and you're participating in some weird game show where you need to ascend the tower, just like Adam said. I think the biggest thing here, and it's like when you were talking about the Joker, like this game has such an identity crisis that like, I don't know what, to, what is like, I don't know what they're going for. So like the gameplay is Bioshock, mm -hmm. right? The, the ticket idea clearly Willy Wonka. Yep. Uh, the bad guy is definitely the Joker and not like a good Joker. Yeah. It's like a very bad a rendition Jared Leto of the Joker. Joker. It's the, the Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on there, guys. If you guys just listened on the Spotify, um, jump over to YouTube and check out the trailer for this game. You have to see just the incredible ripoff of the Joker that that is that is part of this trailer. It is absolutely insane. Uh, the concept is kind of Squid Games ish, where it's like kinda. you're yeah you're like kind of going through this different quote challenges, unquote, yeah yeah different challenges to like make it through obstacles and stuff like that. Like we're seeing moving staircases like from Hogwarts. It's just like how much crap from other franchises yeah. can you throw into one game? Yeah. And it's just super confusing to me. I think it's hard. I don't know, because I think the gameplay mechanics look fun and crazy. And you know me, like I like that crazy aspect, but I definitely see like you said, there's there's no true identity to the game. And I think that's what makes it hard for me to see like how this game is going to turn out and attract a bunch of new people or just people in general. 
Um, and especially with all the changes they make a bunch of times, it's hard to be like, yeah, this is what he's going for, but he was going for this earlier, and then this is what they were going for before. <laughs> Does that make sense? So, like, I just don't know what this game is. It just it just fit in line with what we were talking about this week, so I was like, let's put it in. Um, like I said, it's going to be and, a game that I will try if it's, like, if my friend gets it at some point. Yeah, and, like, you don't get me wrong. When, it, when we first looked at this, like, Adam threw this idea out there, and I was like, this looks really interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was excited, and it definitely fit in the genre. And then the more and more I was, like, looking at things, I'm just like, this game is absolutely insane. And, like, we talked about this when we did the episode with Blue, where <laughs> it's like, I feel like this game was, like, it, and to, to quote him, it was just, like, this guy was, like, just make the make video game like the game you know what i mean yeah. and it's, it's like what's what's going to be the concept like oh okay the concept is going to be um you know there's this there's this suitcase that nobody knows what's inside of it and you need to protect it kind of like pulp fiction yeah and yeah. then and then the bad guy is going to be uh kind of this sinister uh kind of character <laughs> Um, kind of like Lord Voldemort. Yeah. And then the setting is going to be very like, um, in the woods, kind of, kind of like Lord of the Rings. And it's just yeah. like, how much crap can you just <laughs> yeah. like throw together before somebody's just like, I don't think this game is going to work, bro. Right. And I think that's, that's a great way to put it. Because what was that game that we talked about that we all looked at it at first, like, oh, that's going to be fun. And then we, the more we looked at it, it's like video game the game video game the game this is video game the game and they just yeah. made it like a first person shooter where they just threw all of this crap together and it's like i don't get it man i don't get it mm -hmm. and it's like how like how i don't even know how you can get it like how is warner brothers being like yeah go ahead go ahead make that game <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you know i don't what I mean? know yeah but i don't know I don't know. It looked interesting. It's one of those things that I hope to give a shot if it's like on sale at some point, but it's not going to be one that I start with. And as of right now, it's a thumbs down for me, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm a, I'm going to thumbs down into you guys. Let us know down in the comments if we're being too harsh on this game and there is some underlying aspects that people are excited about because we're all ears. Um, but I just... It, it's, and, and we say this all the time. We do a lot of research, try to give you guys the best information possible, and I just could not find any, like shining light about this game it's like the deeper i got in down the rabbit hole the more i was just like like the initial reaction of seeing the trailer i was like oh this is gonna be cool and then it all just went downhill <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. and so i actually i found my uh what the game was originally called it was originally called silver first and then it was father or father oh yeah yeah started with silver and then it was Father, and now it's Twisted Tower. So it's like, what in the heck? How do you go from that to Twisted Tower? But whatever. So. And spoiler alert, with the, with a title like Father, you find out at the end of the game uh, that they've used the uh, Star Wars reference, <laughs> and you're going to get to the top, and the, the Joker is going to be like, oh, Tiny, I am your father. Oh, my <laughs> goodness, Dave. You just, you just beat the game. Dave just beat the I game. Just, you just called it. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> We we just called the game. Yeah. We just called the game before the release. Yep. I'm calling it right now. That's funny. That is. Funny. I mean, they they've they've stolen so many references. <laughs> Why would they not steal the Luke guy yeah. reference too? <laughs> I I have some hope, but not 
much hope. <laughs> so. Not much hope either. Uh, this is a game I'll probably check out once it... I, I do want to keep tabs on this game yeah. just to kind of see what happens, yep. but it's, it, it won't be one that I want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and guys, if, they, if we're being too harsh on the game and you got some underlying stuff um, that you know we, we should take notice of, please drop it in the comments. Love to hear it. Uh, but as of right now, this is going to be a hard pass for me. Same as well. Moving on. I tell you, oh. I'll tell you what won't be a hard pass for me though. No, you're, you're gonna like. You want this game? Next game. <laughs> Killer clowns from outer space. Let's go. Killer clowns from outer space. The three v seven asymmetrical multiplayer shooter horror game. Not shooter. Multiplayer horror game. The Dead by Daylight Killer. Uh, that's what we said about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and we saw how. Oh wait, that's not it. But I believe it this time. I don't. I believe in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This is the gameplay trailer of Twist... Or, well, not Twisted Towers. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I'm so excited. Look at these clowns. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. Guys, if you're just listening on the Spotify, uh, basically what we're looking at is just this like insane dead by daylight style uh where the killers are clowns and the death animations are absolutely like miraculous yeah <laughs> it looks very goofy and it, and the, uh, it definitely has a better feel th- than um texas chainsaw massacre did you know what I mean? look, like at it, him, look at him walking yeah. the little balloon dog <laughs> it looks so goofy <laughs> yeah. it's just over feel- the top and i think that's why it's so funny and so fun looking I think that's why it's gonna do better than Texas Chainsaw, cause like yeah. Texas Chainsaw tried really hard to be scary. This yeah. try, this is just being exactly what a video game should be. It's just goofy. Fatality. That's what it reminds me of this part, <laughs> like this part right here. <laughs> reminds me of Mortal Kombat Fatality. Yeah. So, and it's cool. And this one that you can fight back. And I think that's really interesting. So it's an asymmetrical game that you can fight back, which a lot of the times it's like you can't fight back as much. So, yeah. And when, you, when you're looking at Dead by Daylight, guys, again, if you're just looking at or listening on the Spotify, what we're seeing is like, um, you know, the survivors have good guns and stuff like that. And like Adam said, mm-hmm. you're able to fight back as a survivor, which is a thing that like you cannot do in Dead by Daylight. Like, yeah, you can throw down, you know, like, you could throw down the board or something, you know, like, and you could stun them with a flashlight and stuff like that. But this is like, it's, it's actually an opportunity where you as a survivor can fight back and like have mm-hmm. a definitive win point. And I yep. love that. Yep. And so essentially the, the premise of this game is it's based off of a movie, right? Like the killer clowns from outer space movie. It is 1000% based off of okay. a movie. Let's, and so, do you have you a trailer actually? Yeah, I can roll yeah. that trailer. Okay. So yeah, let's, let's, let's start from the beginning. So guys, if you guys uh, have not seen this movie at all, this is a classic uh, horror movie from 1988, uh, which is just so incredibly, like, I don't want to say it's cheesy, but it's almost like, it's almost like a comical <laughs> horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, the CGI back Look in the at day. the CGI. Guys, if you're just and listening on candy, this... right? Okay, yeah, now the... things are starting to connect for me with the yeah. what the game references and stuff. Oh okay, my goodness. L- look at these guys so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is almost like the birth of like Tron of like Tromo movies to me. Yeah. Like just such cheesy B horror movies. 
<laughs> Look at that little clown. <laughs> <laughs> it popped his head off, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. His head. yeah. I love this part, too. Uh, the, he does like the little, he's doing like the little shadow yeah, yeah. puppets. Oh, oh just, that eats uh, the people. Just eat them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no big deal. Delicious. But it's so funny, dude. Like, looking back at this era of like yeah. horror movies, like, they just don't make this stuff anymore. No, and you would never be scared nowadays if you saw this. You know what I mean? Like, you would never be scared of this ever. Yeah. Oh, there's the dog. The, little, yeah, there's the, the dog. dog. And the pizza. Yeah, That's he pops cool. out of the pizza box. Yeah. So, like, they're they're doing a really good job of, like, bringing in these movie elements to the yeah. game. The cotton candy yeah. gun. Yeah, the cotton candy gun. So many <laughs> references, yeah. That's so cool. And they're, like, it, it's, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good way to put this. It's, like, it's a, it's a horror movie, but a horror movie that's, like, a, it's a comedy horror. Yeah. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, I would yeah. agree. I, it's I, like I would perfect it, for a game like this too. Yeah, you know it's I mean? perfect, perfect for a game like that. But yeah, so guys, it's gonna be three killers, seven survivors, trying to uh, you know, eliminate. Basically, what they're trying to do there is eliminate like the skill issue of mm -hmm. you know one person. So, in a game like Dead by Daylight, um, the the skill of the killer really kind of like dictates the match. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think having the three different killers um, is going to kind of eliminate that issue. And I, I, I think it's going to be very, very cool. And the one cool thing about having the seven survivors yeah. um, is that not every survivor is going to be a human person. So okay. when when you die, if there's an NPC survivor left, you take that spot. So it's not oh, like... Oh, cool. I, I actually really, really like that because when, yeah. you're in, when you're in DVD and your character dies and you're just sitting there like watching the match, it's super, super boring. Yeah. So I like the idea of having like an NPC survivor that you can take over. Right, right. That's really cool. So it, I wonder, does it work if like... So if they kill an NPC, like you still lose that life. You know what I mean? Like there's... Like, there's only so many lives left then for you to take over? Yeah, there's only so many lives. So if if the if the clown killers end up killing an NPC, like, if you die in the, and there's an NPC left, you take over their spot. But yeah. if there's no NPC left, you don't get to take over the spot. So that it's makes not sense. like it's not like the killers will be at, like, such a ridiculous disadvantage. Yeah. But I do think it's cool to, like, keep the game going longer. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah. Kind of going off of it, so there's different classes of each clown, um, and this is from just like this the video that I watched. Um, five different classes for the clowns, and the three that were shown in like the gameplay trailer is Shorty, who's considered a fighter, so he likes to be up close and stuff. And that's that reference where, where he punches <laughs> the dude's head off, so you'll see that in the trailer. Uh, Jumbo's the scout, and then Spikey's the tracker. So that's the one with the little clown puppy or the balloon doggy. So that's my dude all day. All give day. That, give yeah. me that balloon dog. Yeah. And so, like, and then in the game, I thought this was really interesting. So there's AI clowns, and they're I can't remember the name, what they're called. Um, but they, like, they're attracted to sounds that the, the survivors make. And so, like, like they that those clowns follow around like the the humans and like that helps the killers too. Yeah, like I like identify their locations. Yeah, like yeah, that. AI clowns. I don't remember yeah. what they're called. I'm guessing some weird name, but yeah, I like that. I mean, it, it it's cool. And the, the clowns like 
I think I think what's really cool is like part. So part of this movie is that the clowns want to capture you, but they want to mm-hmm. take you back to the mothership. So mm-hmm. like, I think you're there's going to be a lot of opportunities like in DVD. Like, um, I, I, I'm I'm jumping ahead. Let's let's go back a little bit further. So Adam mm-hmm. talked a lot about the cotton candy gun. So yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the stupid things in this movie uh, is that the killer clowns trap you in webs of cotton candy (laughs) and (laughs) you can think of the cotton candy cocoons of what they would as like your dbd hooks right yep so you're gonna be you know you'll you'll be captured put in these cocoons it's gonna give other players uh the option much like running over to take you off the hook to pull you out of these cotton candy cocoons yep stuff like that um the the really cool thing though is that in this kind of version the survivors are able to infiltrate that mothership where oh, really? the, yeah where the clowns are trying to take you back mm-hmm. so the survivors if you work together you can infiltrate the mothership and kind of like reverse engineer the ship to like to like implode on the clowns and you that's like a way for the survivors to win the game yeah. and i love that there's an option for the survivors to win the game because we yeah. talked about this a lot with dbd and um and uh texas chainsaw there's yeah. really no option to like win it's just escape right you know right. what i mean yeah. so I, I think like having an option to win as a survivor is very very cool and something that mm-hmm. these games doesn't really do often yeah i was gonna say so i saw that you can so you can stop their invasion like you said or you can escape so like you, there's that option too and i think there's one other option but I can't remember what that... I think it's something to do with, like, the beams of the rays that you see, like, and that look like generators, if you shut those down. Yeah, I think that's, like, imploding the mothership. Oh, okay, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's what those beams are. So, to me, it looks like if you, if you as a survivor, get all of those beams on the mothership, it's, like, it, it like, implodes the mothership, and okay. it's, like, an instant win for the survivors. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, pretty cool. I think, I think this would be pretty cool. I, I we, it took us a while to talk about this game because we talked about it like we talked about talking about this game a while ago, but we didn't have much to go off of aside from the trailer. But seeing the gameplay, it makes it seem so much more fun than I thought this game was gonna be. Yeah, it's I I honestly I'm super excited for this game. I think it's gonna be really really cool. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun and like for people that are kind of like over DVD. I think this is like a good like people were over DVD and then they were excited for Texas Chainsaw and then Texas Chainsaw was just trash. I think mm-hmm. like this will be a good jumping point from people that are like done with DVD but still like the genre and yeah. like that you know want to pl- want to play with friends and like this kind of style and stuff like that. I yeah. think this is going to be a great game for them. I agree. I agree. I this is one I'm going to play. This is one I'm going to try. You're going to play it? I'm going to try it. We'll play together, Dave. I'll get it on Let's my PlayStation go. and we can play together let's go yeah i'm excited i'm definitely gonna play this one is there um, a release date on this one no release date yet this has yeah. actually been pushed it for for the longest time but mm-hmm. again we talk about this all the time we're getting some trailer drops and stuff like that some official trailer drops so i'm assuming yep. it's going to be coming out very very soon because this was initially an early 2023 release and it's been pushed uh pretty pretty far so okay. i'm assuming it's coming out soon hopefully mm-hmm. by the end of the year but yeah it's definitely a game i will be checking out and apparently me and adam are gonna play together which we're I'm gonna play together super excited for boop, boop. let's go good, good episode, episode dude yeah good episode, dude good episode. great episode good, good to be back man good to be good back. to be back
I'm choking on my own spit. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> on that note, so, still got still got some remnants from the uh, from the sickness. Okay, yeah. my dudes, uh, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. Love you guys very, very much. Um, I do just want to say, <clears throat> I really am choking on my own spit. I don't want to say that. What I do want to say is we are actually super close to 600 subscribers on the YouTube. Super, super appreciate you guys. So if you guys are listening on the Spotify or uh, have not hit that uh, like and subscribe button, please do so. It would really mean a lot to us to get to that 600. Super appreciate you guys for everything. Adam, what you got for them? If you're not following us on all social media, make sure to do so. Let's Talk Nerdy Podcast. And check out our website, letstalknerdypodcast.com. Good stuff on there. Blogs shirts all that good stuff and make sure to check out the review video of wildcard football if you're interested in that game check out wildcard football review get ready for the lords of the fallen live we love you guys very very much let's play see yeah i'm not we're not going live (laughs) yeah we're not going live let's play (laughs) we love you guys very very much uh check out the wildcard football review check out the let's play lords of the fallen which will be coming soon and we will see y'all on the next one peace out nerds